Welcome everyone to this edition of Pot Talk, where you learn everything you wanted to know about cannabis but didn't know to ask. Today we're here to talk about some indoor and outdoor growing, the differences between the two, and why folks within the commercial space uh, consider indoor or outdoor over the other, or some folks how they do both, uh, the advantages and disadvantages of that, the cost challenges, uh, everything that kind of goes into the factors that folks consider with indoor and outdoor growing. And to help us with that, I'm joined by a good friend of mine named Rich Clark. He is the owner of a tier three producer processor license in Washington state, which permits him to grow up to 30,000 square feet of canopy space or plant space. Uh, he has a farm approximately about two acres worth of outdoor growing. And he also runs three indoor rooms for growing. And so he's gonna help us kind of answer some of these questions. Gives a little bit of background about his decision making what went into his thought processes about choosing between indoor growing and outdoor growing so please welcome everyone rich clark a good friend hello everyone so rich uh i know i just kind of did, tried to do a little lead in a little laying a foundation kind of help us out a little bit you know when we started looking five years ago when you first got into the market and you were looking at whether you wanted to do indoor growing or outdoor growing what'd you come up with well, initially, we leaned towards indoor growing for a couple reasons. Uh, one, indoor product sold for more money. Another reason was we lived in western Washington, and, and it's hard to, hard to finish cannabis, uh, outdoor cannabis, in western Washington due to the, the weather, the wet weather. So initially, we were going to uh, start it out with the plan of leasing about 25,000 square feet growing, doing all our, our growing indoor. But as, a, as the industry started maturing, we saw prices dropping rapidly. And at that point, we made the decision that we should take a closer look at outdoor growing just for how competitive the market was, was shaping up to be. And ultimately, we found a space in eastern Washington and decided to go, go with the outdoor grow. Now, in terms of the market, you mentioned kind of how the market was kind of driving some folks, maybe the indoor growing initially over outdoor growing. What would you say kind of the leading cause of that was? Well, I think, you know, early on in the, even during the medical market phase of the industry, there was a lot of people were under the false impression that outdoor cannabis wasn't as good as indoor cannabis. And it turns out that that's not the case. We actually grow both indoors and, and outdoors primarily outdoors, but we have a small indoor grow going. And our potency uh, is typically higher on our outdoor product, and our yields are higher, but maybe not quite as pretty. You know, the flowers maybe not quite as pretty because it's hard to maintain the kind of care that you can maintain indoors versus the outdoors. So that was kind of the leading, you know, our, our leading decision early on to go indoor, just the perception of the buyers was that the outdoor wasn't as good and therefore it didn't sell for as much. It's interesting too, because you talk about the perception. If you think about how the things we see in, this, in the media world, like music and movies, and we, uh, we hear references to indoor over outdoor and, and folks, I think maybe at, at least certainly early on had this idea that, as you mentioned, that indoor was somehow better than outdoor. We have since learned that uh, maybe we didn't, maybe, maybe we always knew, but those of us within the industry, we learned that certainly the outdoor pot is, it comes out much better test results and a certainly higher terpene profile 
than we could ever really generate in within the indoor grow. And that's due to the sun, is that correct? Yeah, that's totally correct. You know, the intensity of the sun can't be matched by any type of grow light. So we still do see uh, higher prices on, on indoor versus outdoor, and mostly just because of the, the look of the, of the product when it's, when it's finished. But as far as quality, we get, you know, just as good a quality outdoors as, the, as we're getting indoors and for a fraction of the cost to produce. No doubt. Like, how much difference, and that's a great point, in terms of cost of production, because uh, we are talking about commercial growing, so in terms of cost of production, throw out some numbers to us to kind of give some perspective of, you know, indoor growing versus outdoor growing, if you can. Yeah, well, so our outdoor grow, we did about 3,000 pounds last year, and cost of produce was somewhere in the you know, $200,000 range. Um We'll do about 500 pounds indoor, and our indoor cost is is about the same as outdoor. Wow! So you can see it's it's um, it's way more efficient to grow outdoors than indoors. So I mentioned earlier, you know, talking about your specific license, like your recreational license allows you to grow up to 30,000 square feet of canopy space. Now, given that's your limit, that's your box within with what you have to work. Would you say you could produce more growing outdoor in the same space than you could indoor, even though you might grow indoor all year round? Well, I think you could, if you if if we had the same amount of space indoors as we have outdoors, we could produce greater numbers of, uh, of product indoors. As you said, we, we could get up to you know five cycles indoors, and we get one cycle outdoors. That said. We were converting over to greenhouses, and without any kind of lighting or uh, special climate control, we can get two two cycles out of the greenhouse in a year just with natural light. If we want to add some light and and some climate control and some light depth, we could get three or four or even five if we really if we were set up where we duplicated what we do indoors. Right. The beautiful thing about it is is it still costs you way less because you get the sun. And, sounds uh, pretty cheap, isn't it? Yeah, sounds pretty cheap. You capture the sun real cheap, and um, and the intensity is strong. Uh, obviously, during the winter months, the darker months, you have to add light, but that's for um, half of the year, and not the whole year, um, as, as we have to do in indoor. I think it's definitely interesting to see how the outdoor growers have just developed their product over, you know, last four or five years since we've been in operation within the recreation market here in Washington. And the quality is definitely getting so, so much better, so much better. Folks are learning. Uh, the techniques are getting better. The strains are getting better. They're getting finding strains that are adapted to their environment. That's right. Very so true. Yeah, so what, what are some of the challenges that you're seeing or that, you, that you've had to encounter in both sides? You still are doing both. That's correct. And, and we're doing greenhouse during the uh, warmer uh, months of the, of the year. So we're, we're really growing three different ways. But I think the, the uh, number one challenge for us is, has got to be pests. Outdoor, there's lots of pests, but outdoor you also have uh, uh, predatory uh, pests, that good, good bugs that... Natural go enemies. Natural enemies go after the, after the bad bugs. Indoor, we can, we can control a little bit more how many bugs come in. The challenge 
though, is that we we can't get the good bugs coming in. We can't. We have to buy the good bugs in order to um, use uh, predatory bugs to go after the bad bugs. So I, I would say, by far, the biggest challenge is pests. You know, we 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 try to grow grow as close to organic as we can. We don't want to you know constantly spray with pesticides, but it's very difficult to grow without using some pesticides. We focus on organic type pesticides only, and um, so it, it gets tough indoors. Um, you say it's indoors. harder indoors to kind of control yeah, the, I, the, the environment versus the outside? Yeah, as far as the pests go, for sure. What other kind of challenges have you seen like outdoors? You, you know, pests is a big one, because I helped harvest last year, yeah. which is some, oh, by the way, for those of you who've never done it before, it is true American farming. It is backbreaking work. But one of the challenges we you know we saw was the labor. Oh yeah. So the nice thing about indoor or greenhouses is we can we can stage the uh, harvest over you know several different periods uh, by by timing when we start our grows, and that's you know makes it uh, much easier to to harvest without needing a huge crew. Outdoor, you know, you pretty much you know everything's pretty much ready to go at the same time. Uh, a little variation maybe in strains can give you a, a little bit of extra time, but it all has to happen within a short period of time, and it takes a lot of people. And those people aren't always there from year to year. We, we, don't keep, we can't keep, it might take us 20, 20 plus people to harvest an outdoor crop, and so every year we got to, you know, find recruits, and uh, so that's challenging. Especially a new industry, there's just not a whole lot of skilled and developed talent as of yet. That's right, but it is getting better. It's getting better, it's, got, yeah. it's gotten a lot better over the last four years. We got a lot of returning. We're fortunate to be in, in an agricultural area, and so there's a lot of farm labor, and we're getting more and more connected with, with folks that actually enjoy uh, harvesting cannabis versus some of the other fruits. Apples or cherries. Yeah, or exactly. Right. So that's, that's the, the harvest is, is a big challenge. And then some of the other challenges on outdoor is, you know, we can't really control the climate. You know, we can't control the wind, the sun. There are things we can do to make it better, but uh, we can't completely control that. And so we fight, you know, we fight the weather. Cannabis is actually uh, fairly sensitive. Cannabis doesn't like a lot of wind and it doesn't like super high heat. And when you combine the two together, it really shocks them. Slows them down growing. That's yeah. midsummer problems. Yeah, midsummer problems. And then, of course, we have, we were always battling finishing. Uh, most strains don't finish until late October. And we have cold weather, cold weather patterns that come in. For example, this, this last year, we had a beautiful crop started and going. The last week in September, we got a hard freeze and then several freezes after that, and it just stopped the growth. It basically killed the plants, and so everything had to be harvested quickly before they started molding. So that's that's tough. And there's kind of your going back to your labor, and in, in combination with a weather condition, it prompts you have to go crawl up and go find two dozen people to get down. How many plants did you grow last year? Uh, we had about two thousand last year. Uh, roughly, what's the size and you know, like a dimension of a plant? Like how how big in diameter? They were about. Somewhere around six, six to eight feet wide, and, and about eight feet tall. And over two thousand those get down, and it's about twenty thousand pounds of, of product that needs to be harvested by hand in a very short period of time. We did it in two weeks, and, and it, 
was, well, you were, you were there. It was pretty <laughs> intense. It was very intense. It was very intense. So those are the challenges. Outdoor, indoor has the, has that beat because we can control the climate completely indoors. And so it really, the big benefit there is, is that we don't have any kind of catastrophic weather conditions that can wipe out our whole crop. Last year, because of that freeze, there was, there was a lot of farms that lost their whole crop. And um, that's devastating. And would you say that we're kind of seeing now more more growers transitioning from indoor growing to, to outdoor growing? I think so, yeah, because it's hard to compete. I know of a couple a couple of my friends that started out in western Washington have now over to eastern Washington where they can grow outdoors. It's just very hard to compete if you're growing only indoors um, with, with folks that are growing outdoors. And what's your preference now? Do both? Kind of maybe briefly, why do you do both still? Well, my preference now is, is greenhouse, and we're, we're shifting to all greenhouse within the next couple of years. The intention is to, to grow all greenhouse. Um, you get the benefits of the outdoor, the intense sun, but you're, you get the, the benefit of being protected from the weather. Um, this last year, when all of our outdoor plants that were outdoor got stopped in their tracks because of the freeze, our greenhouse greenhouse is finished. It went all the way to into late October, and so we got another almost another month out of them, and that's a big deal. So that that just improves your yield and THC content, kind of look at everything on, on the Absol- Absolutely, and so that's a that's a, a big deal for me. It hedges the risk um, enormously, and so as I said, we'll be we'll be shifting over the next couple of years to all greenhouses. I'll probably continue to grow some indoor as well. You know, indoor's a great place to get your plants started and, and maybe grow a little bit. Um, it's good. It's a good way to experiment with some different strains. And like you and I are working on producing some seeds, and, and that works nice indoors. So, uh, but eventually we'll be uh, primarily greenhouse grow. And that's good just for the environment too. You're doing green growing as opposed to yeah, sure sucking up a bunch of resources, electrical resources, or whatever. Absolutely. Yeah, so kind of let's finish up with this, and then which one, since you do both, which one do you prefer? Or which one do you find more enjoyment out of? As far as uh, outdoor or indoor? Yeah. Well, I love the outdoor grow. You know, it's it's just nice being outdoors and, and watching something grow and you're in the sun. And so I would have to I would have to pick outdoor. But as I said, um, I'm going to go greenhouse, and that's kind of outdoor. Still but, being outdoor. Yeah, it's still outdoor. So, yeah, that would be my first choice. Well, I mean, a lot of folks don't know is not everyone gets these types of choices to make the difference between wanting to grow indoor and outdoor. As more and more states continue to, continue to legalize, it is one of the decision points that they have to consider as they draft these respective laws is whether or not to permit folks to grow indoors and outdoor, uh, particularly in medical states, medical only states. We're not seeing uh, states that are allowing outdoor growing. Uh, they're keeping everything to indoors. In large part, to kind of try to control the growing process until they can feed up under them a little bit of foundation. Now, we definitely see here in Washington State, more and more folks are going to outdoor growing. It's more economical. They can get more better yields, uh, better flavor profiles, especially for folks who are processing into oil. Uh, They're finding that the outdoor product is coming out a lot better for oil processing because of all the terpene, higher terpene profiles and THC profiles. So we're definitely seeing a big shift. Uh, folks are learning, and I think we're probably finding out that pot was meant to be grown outside. <laughs> we don't really find a whole lot of plants that are made to be grown indoors. No, yeah. 
Yeah, you don't see them growing wild indoors, do you? No, not a whole lot of indoor apple orchards. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So that's it. There's a little insight about what folks have to consider as they're looking at going into the commercial market, whether they want or the medical market. Uh, if outdoor growing is permitted, you kind of have some in, insights of the advantages and disadvantages of the two. And with those that type of knowledge, you can help make a more informed decision for those who are looking to get into the industry. And for those who are just more interested in the, the growing aspect of it, the outdoor growing, it's a great opportunity to come out to some of those states. Washington State's a great one. They're always looking for summer work to come out and work the fields. So if you're interested in doing that, come on out to the farms and give a hand. Come on out. Look forward to see you. Thanks, everyone.